I used to be a very timid, negative thinker and people pleaser. Then my relationship with God changed all that around. Now I have this podcast called The Essence of Life, where I share with people about various aspects of life. For example, your health, finances, personal development, your relationships, and of course, your spirituality. And just how you can balance all of these things together to live the abundantly blessed and balanced life that Jesus came for you to live. John 10.10 tells us, The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But I came so that you can have life and to live it to the full and to enjoy it. If you would like to know more about this podcast, please subscribe for more content on living the abundantly balanced life. Sebo, sounds good. God bless you. Odessa Eli David was born and raised in Dominica, where she developed a passion for technology and the performing arts. She is a young professional who thrives as a technology consultant, dancer, blogger, model, and former Miss Dominica. Odessa attended the University of Arkansas and obtained bachelor's degrees in computer science and international studies, and a master's degree in information systems. She is currently a consultant who develops analytics solutions and provides technical support for energy companies in the U.S. and Canada. For as long as she can remember, Odessa has believed in sharing knowledge to empower others. Thus, she spent five years serving as a teacher and teaching assistant before and during her university tenure. She also started a blog in 2022 called The Data Model, where she shares her projects and resources for data science, engineering, and analytics. In her spare time, she mentors others who are interested in her field and gives back to communities that have shaped her like the Women in Tech Caribbean Community and the Convent High School in Dominica. With her combined interests in technology and humanities, Odessa has recently chosen to pursue research projects that enable her to use technology for social impact in hopes of solving real problems that matter to her communities. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, please welcome my guest, Odessa Eli David, on the Essence of Life podcast. Welcome back to the Essence of Life podcast, everybody, my fellow Essence listeners. It's always a pleasure to welcome you back to another episode. I truly, I truly appreciate your loyalty as you continue to listen and I continue to produce. It really gives me great joy to know that you are still a part of this, even almost two years in. I'm really excited because I have a special guest with me on this episode and her name is Odessa. Now, I'm not going to tell you too much. I'm going to allow her to tell us all about who she is and what she does. So we're going to get right into that. Good day to you, Odessa. Hi, Leticia, and good day to all of the listeners. 
Thank you so much and welcome to the Essence of Life podcast. Thank you for having me. All right. Now, one of the, I want you to know that one of the things that sparked my interest about you is your specific field of study. But before we get into that, tell us a little bit about who Odessa is. Just give us a little tip of the iceberg. Who is Odessa and what is she going to be telling us about? Why should we even listen to her? Tell us. <laughs> okay, well, Odessa is uh, a data science consultant. Mm-hmm. I am currently working with energy companies. So that's the industry that I, I work in. Uh, mm-hmm. However... Um, I am much more than a data science consultant. So in addition to that, you know, being my professional life, my career um, persona, I am also a dancer. I'm also a model. I'm also a blogger. And in general, I'm just a lover of life. So um, I'm also a former beauty queen. So I that that was in my past life. But um, all of these things, <laughs> all of these things um, encompass who I am. I think that sounds extremely exciting. I hear an individual who is maximizing all the time, effort, and energy that the Lord has blessed her with by making sure she keeps occupied and she stays productive and still do the things that she loves. Tell us a little bit about dancing. I think the first time I actually heard about you and saw you was when you did your dance for Miss Dominica because you said you're a former Miss Dominica queen. So I think that's the first time I actually saw you. Tell me a little bit about that aspect of who you are, that creative side of you. Sure. So I think I've always been a creative person. I grew up in Dominica, loving the performing arts. And I've Mm -hmm. actually dabbled in quite a few different areas when it comes to performing arts. And I think what really stuck is, is dancing. Because um, I've been in choirs, I've been doing speech chorale, I've also been in a drama group. But the thing that really stuck for me was was dancing. Um, And I think I just really enjoyed the ability to move my body and to do all of the things that I really enjoy um, and to keep myself fit. You know, I'm I'm not great with going to the gym. I don't really (laughs) I don't really enjoy (laughs) weights. So. I actually see dance as a form of exercise, but it's also a great um, therapy for me. It's very therapeutic for me to to dance and to just keep moving my body and um, express myself through movement. I noticed very early on in life that I was also flexible and um, that is what also got me very interested in dance. I wanted to do something with that flexibility and I got into dance and so that's that's really what what got me interested in dance it's just my natural ability and then the fact that I just wanted to try different creative outlets and dancing is the one that really stood out to me the most okay so quick random question I have gotten the perception or I am of the perception that dancers walk way better on the runway or as pageant queens please tell me there's a connection but I feel like when you're dancing it helps you to balance yourself a lot better like someone like me who does not do dancing in the way that you do it so is that actually connected or is it not am i wrong all these years or am i right (laughs) well i actually agree with that i think typically when it comes to dance we have to have a certain posture um, especially if you're doing ballet or contemporary styles of dance which i have done a bit of 
um, in my dancing career. So um, when you're doing those styles of dancing, you do need to maintain a certain posture and that really helps when it comes to walking because when you model, uh, you do have to maintain a posture. Um, uh, well, I've been seeing some things recently where some models are not necessarily um, walking in the traditional fashion, but the traditional sense of, of modeling um, yeah. would require that. So yes, I do agree with that. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. Okay, so as I go through your biography, I see a little bit of something that is interesting there. Uh, you said that you were a teacher, and as we get into the meat of this interview, you are going to be sharing your knowledge with us in your unique field as a woman. So do you want to tell us briefly about your experience as a teacher? How was it? Did the kids really stress you out? Or did you just know how to navigate that? Because I see that you also help and you love giving back in that way. So mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about your teaching career. Sure. So I like to say that I have a total of five years of experience in teaching. So mm -hmm. three of those years, um, I was engaged in full-time teaching. So I was a teacher at the convent high school in Dominica. And um, I was very young. I started at 18 years old, being a teacher, teaching high school students. So um, in the beginning, there, there was some level of adjustment for me because I was so young teaching people that were, went to school with me you know I was just a few years older than them so so we had been in the same high school at the same time so um, I, I did have to learn early on to establish boundaries and be able yeah. to take command and actually lead the students so they could focus on succeeding and um, that that was a quick learning curve and I was able to accomplish that um, and I've been able to help students and even to this day a lot of the students that I taught uh, during my time as a full-time teacher for those three years they still reach out to me especially when they're trying to go to university and so I've been helping them to prepare and to even do some recommendation letters and so they come to me as a mentor and seek advice and and so on and, and I really valued those first three years that I spent teaching uh, in mm -hmm. Dominica and then my second two years of teaching was actually done at the University of Arkansas where I attended for my bachelor's and master's degrees and uh, that was interesting I wasn't a full-time teacher I was more like a teaching assistant but I did have to teach uh, one of the the supplemental courses for, for students who needed some extra help um, after classes. And so I had to do my lesson plans and I had to, uh, yeah. that's where I really started exploring a little bit more about the different learning styles and started adjusting lessons according to students' different learning abilities and learning styles. And uh, that was also a very good experience for me. So I, I have quite a bit of experience in formal teaching uh, and then I, I do mentor other people who come to me with data science projects or data analytics projects that they have in mind or that they're working on and they, they're getting stuck or they need advice, whether it be uh, a code review or if it's just to look at their analysis and see if it makes sense or to see if their topic of research makes sense. So I've been able to help others in that way as well. So I do have a combination of professional teaching and I guess um, 
kind of on the side, more like mentorship and giving <laughs> advice. But I consider it all to be teaching, honestly. I think it's a pretty good mix of what you have been exposed to. And I think there, there's a level of growth, as you mentioned, learning about the, the students' teaching styles or learning styles rather and being able to incorporate that in your lesson plan. That's the best part about it, you know, is being able to target the exact student need. Now, I wanna, I'm listening to you, I'm saying this beautiful little island girl from Dominica, a dancer, a beauty queen, and she ends up doing something by what we call data science. Now, both of us are from Dominica. So growing up in Dominica, for me, we, we know about our natural environment, just the rivers, the waters, the provisions, the, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> and coming out from this rich nature island and just transcending to a new level in your life, moving from that to a place like uh, Arkansas, right? So you move over to that and then there you are, you know, studying data science, which is something that is so critical for us now in this modern age. Did you see yourself doing that? Did you see yourself going through that journey? How did you discover that this is what you were going to do? This is actually a very interesting story. So um, when I was in Dominica, I knew that I wanted to study technology because I had already pursued an associate's degree in computer science. But um, I wasn't sure exactly what I wanted to do with a computer science degree or what exactly in technology I wanted to do. So when I decided to go to university, I also decided to study computer science and I figured, you know, I'll just figure it out along the way. And it actually took me quite some time to put my finger on it and decide that I wanted to go to um, or go into. But uh, I actually went to a Christian missions conference when I was in my third year of my bachelor's degree. And at that missions conference, it's called Urbana. And it was basically um, a, a means of figuring out what you're called to do in life. And mm. so I went to that conference. I went in not knowing what I wanted to do. And at that conference, I actually participated in a hackathon which was, um, it's crazy. A lot of people don't think that these things happen at Christian conferences. So um, there was a hackathon and I participated in it. And that on that hackathon project, that's where I got exposed to data science. And um, I actually really enjoyed it. We were trying to recommend, um, we were trying to recommend uh, Christian articles to readers on a website, basically. And to that those articles would be um, sort of like a step in terms of getting them from uh, a baby Christian to um, a more advanced Christian. And it was about being able to recommend articles to help people on their journey. And so after participating in something like that, I, I was very intrigued. And so I went back to school after that conference and I immediately added a data analytics minor. At first, I didn't even know that data analytics was offered at my university because I was just studying computer science. Uh, mm -hmm. But when I went back, I started doing some research and I discovered that data analytics minor and I added it on. And I that's that's essentially how I discovered data science and and got into it. So um, after that, all of my courses were pretty much geared towards uh, preparing myself for a career in, in data science. So it's that's 
entirely how it happened and I'm just very grateful that I had that opportunity. I'm smiling because um a lot of times we think that we know exactly. I mean sometimes some people really do they know exactly they have this innate feeling and knowledge that this is what I want to be. And there is the time when God just steps in and be like, "Okay, you're kind of on the right track, but let me just push you a little uh, exactly on the track that I need you to be." And I'm just listening to you saying that this is what it does for me because I never saw myself doing everything that I'm doing now, including a podcast and talking. <laughs> but I believe that because I had a relationship with God and I was able to establish that and I continue to do that. he just continues to show me this is why you can do this is who you can become this is what you can do so it's so important for us to have that kind of connection to be able to know what is your true purpose and people who are listening to this and are going to be listening to this they are probably considering that same field first of all i want to highlight you're a woman in technology and here you are doing this field and enjoying it and understanding okay this is exactly the section that i want to go into And just tell us a little bit about what it's like being in your field. Like, what is a, a typical day like for you on the job? Uh, how do you enjoy it, or is there more that you would like? Just give us a tip. How is a typical day in your life as a data analyst? Yeah. So since my job is specifically a consulting job. every day doesn't necessarily look the same and every project is going to differ from client to client but in general if i had to to sum it up um i would say in in terms of being a data science consultant uh what i do is more along the lines of data engineering um and that's that's a thing to um there there's this umbrella term of data science but that encompasses data analysis, data engineering and then like the hardcore machine learning and an artificial intelligence type of work. So my work is more along the lines of data engineering where I help businesses to extract data from a source system. Um it could be like some system that they're using every day, uh entering their contracts or entering um accounting details and things like that, you know, their their business software. So extracting data from their business software and mm-hmm. then doing some light massaging or not so light sometimes, but basically <laughs> transforming that data into something that they can use. It's basically adding value and adding side of the basic systems that they're using so we're creating more value for them and and helping the business owners or helping the businesses or clients to actually understand what's happening in their business and to answer certain questions that they have for example if they want to know about um their profit and losses we can help them to answer questions about profit and loss and we can help them to answer questions about uh risk and we can help them to answer questions about uh uh things that may happen based on certain situations so basically giving them an ability to somewhat predict or determine what might happen if something you know happens determine some sort of cause and effect relationship there so we are enabling clients to add value to the data that they store in their systems and that data that they store in those systems are that that data is being collected every day every time 
an employee does their job the data is collected and stored there and so we we take that data and we just add value to it for for them so they can easily understand what's happening okay i like that but tell us a little bit about artificial intelligence <laughs> yeah so um artificial I'm, I'm, before i let you answer i'm, I'm, uh-huh. I'm gonna let you do this I think a lot of people are scared when they think of artificial intelligence like they will be like okay it's taking over it's taking our jobs um how are we going to deal with that like all the information you're talking about mm-hmm. uh, someone was saying recently that they're going to be putting authors like me out of business although I can't be out of business cuz you know I'm a child of god <laughs> but anyway they're saying that the artificial intelligence um being able to write books because it could take that same thing that you're talking about that data that it has stored up on everything that we been doing all our activities and basically write what it is that we would have said so tell me a little bit about that if you are in that side of it as well yes so in my day to day i don't actually work on artificial intelligence projects but we do have mm-hmm. a department that works on that works on projects that use artificial intelligence and to be honest i think yes while it is true that AI can do things that humans can do a machine can never be a human and yeah. when it comes to when it comes to things like empathy and feelings you know we still need that human element to be able to bring those things to life and to be able to bring books to life and to be able to um connect the dots because AI may not necessarily be able to connect all of the dots. Yes, they may be able to spit facts and figures and tell you, okay, this is the answer to something or this is what um this is the outcome or it may be able to to write a sentence, but when it comes to having the actual emotion and the the human intuition to be able to make decisions, um I I wouldn't always trust the I wouldn't always trust a machine to to make every single decision about every single thing you know sometimes we do need human intervention and uh yeah. that's that's just my personal take on on AI I don't think AI they, is they going could never to be the um, take over. they could never be the unpredictability of a human being right <laughs> exactly exactly we we are just way too complex for that way too complex right because it's a machine and it sees ones and zeros and and humans we see color we see more than ones and zeros so <laughs> that's yeah, my argument i i like that um thinking about businesses for example a lot of young entrepreneurs have been birthed since covid and um let's just go back to exactly what you do uh is there uh support that you okay you work for a company right you don't do it on your own Right, I work for a company but I also do my own research projects. Okay. All right. So I'm thinking, okay, all these entrepreneurs needing to understand the data that they have. So they could do all of these things. Can they come to Odessa to get that kind of mentorship uh for advice maybe she could direct them in the correct place to go or is that something that we can seek you out for? Sure, I am always open to giving advice. So I I mean some people have come to me asking about uh different things and uh different types of data that they would have liked to extract from one system and so on. So some businesses have been coming to me or some people come to me on behalf of 
um, institutions and ask questions and I'm always willing to advise people as long as I know the answer I am going to advise you um, <laughs> um, yeah. as long as I know the answer so and if I don't know the answer there is you know I do a, a lot of research on my own and there are projects that I'm working on and that requires me to keep up to date and so um, I, I would always take the opportunity to to do what I can and to do what research is, is needed to be able to help somebody. So my uh, my my inbox is always open on social media and otherwise, even on my, my website where I run my blog, I do have a contact me form on my website and, and people have reached out there. Yeah, I was about to mention your blog because I think I saw your latest post where you were sharing some critical information. So how often do you post um, blog posts? I post once a month for now. Um, I started my blog last year and, you know, initially I felt like I was going to be able to post every other week and post (laughs) as often as possible. But, you know, I'm still in the beginning stages and still trying to make everything work you know in terms of life and and all of the other things that i have going on so for now once a month seems to be ideal for me i think we can appreciate that as long as we're getting something out of you that would be good Mm -hmm. so i just wanted to ask you before we um we let you go uh if you could give me like a breakdown for someone who might be listening and they'd be like okay i really don't get what it is that she's saying if you could give us like a typical example let's say for example i want to do online courses okay or i want to do um my podcast or whatever how is it that you can come in and assist me with that using the field and the knowledge and the wisdom that you're in and have right now so just walk us through one example of how you actually help the business persons through your consultations. Just pick anyone. Okay, so um, let's see. Uh, so you mean in my, my day-to-day career or yes, yes, other type of... Okay, so in my day-to-day career, um, one example I would say of, of how we are solving problems with data is um well first of all we we go to the clients or the clients come to us so i'll take the example of where the client comes to us and Mm -hmm. the client is in need of some sort of tool that would help them to understand what contributes to their profit and loss so what things or, or what different elements of their business make that profit and loss number. They, they want to see a breakdown because their system doesn't tell them where that number comes from. It just tells them you've made this much today or you made a loss today, but it doesn't explain what all of what those what those numbers mean. So that is one concrete example where we would actually go into the system that they're using every day that generates the profit and loss numbers. We would go into that system, we would take the data out, and we use tools uh, such as um, SQL, also known as SQL. That's a, I guess, kind of a programming language that's uh, used to extract data, or we can use automated jobs, for example. But the bottom line for that is we extract the data from that system Mm -hmm. and store it somewhere. We typically store it in the cloud 
and we also use SQL and we use Python, different you know tools uh, that would enable us to break down that data. So we take data from different parts of that system, we put it all into one place, and then from there we can create a view that explains that number that they want to see. So it's extracting from multiple places, standardizing the data into one place, and then uh, creating a view that mm -hmm. makes it easier to understand and break down. You give them a report with a conclusion of what they're looking for. Yes, and essentially yeah. that report is typically something that's visual. So we would put it into charts for them, basically, and that makes it so much easier to understand. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because we have people like you who could do the difficult part and then you present it and be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Now you're talking my language. Right. <laughs> All right. I, I really appreciate you, Odessa, taking the time out to come on and to share your wisdom with us. You know, I, it's not something that we see happen all the time or every day. And I think that perhaps more people from our little island could venture out into that field. Because as you would have explained to us, it's actually necessary. It's important. Technology is paramount in our society right now. So having people who are qualified in that field is amazing. And um, before we let you go, I just want to ask you, there's a, a person who is listening to this right now. They want to venture out into that field. They want to um, explore it or they're not sure like you were in the beginning. What field am I going to? What job am I going to do once I get that qualification or what's the best school? If there is any tip or advice that you would like to share with this person or the persons who will be listening and thinking like that, please let us know. Absolutely. I definitely have some advice for anyone who's interested or or anyone who might think that they are interested in, in data science, the first thing I would say is to do some research because mm -hmm. like I mentioned earlier, data science is actually broad. So you could pick within that field, you could be a data analyst or you could be a data scientist or you could be a data engineer or a machine learning engineer. You know, there are different paths that you could pick. So I would definitely suggest doing some research and that's the first place I would start. And the second thing to do is to determine what your strengths are, what your current skills are and what skills you would like to develop. And that would also help you to be able to pick a path because I would not recommend trying to learn it all or do everything. I would recommend thinking about what your strengths are. Are you good at storytelling? Mm -hmm. You might actually mm -hmm. like building reports and building charts that actually explain things and, and you know tell stories. So are you good at math and programming? Uh, you might be uh, you might be more suited for machine learning engineering and, and, and so on. So take some time to think about yourself as a person do some introspection and figure out what it is that you are good at and what it is that you want to be good at and so that would also help you to narrow it down and i guess the third thing i would say is a little bit of self-promo um i do have a blog article that i wrote um last year about where do i get started so if you go to my website eli.com 
you can find all of my blogs there and that blog called where do i start is there and that um, also gives some more advice on how to get started and questions to ask yourself and things to do just to prepare yourself if you are potentially considering a career in this field that is excellent we thank you so much for that and tell us again where we can find you i know you just mentioned your website so we can check out your blogs there but if there's any other platform that you would like us to connect with you you can please share that with us sure if anybody would like to connect with me or to connect with my blog page where i share everything about data science i'm on linkedin my page is called the data model and I'm also on, I'm also on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook with that name, the data model. Um, on Instagram and Twitter, there's the underscore data model, but everywhere else it's the data model um, with no underscores. But uh, yeah, these these are the places you can follow my blog if if you're interested in content about data science. If you're just interested in following me. Um, I'm also on, on Facebook, Odessa Eli David, or on Instagram, Mara underscore green. I can also share this with you if you'd like to link it in your description. Yes, um, please. That, that, will, that will work. So that's it. So she's a data model. Okay, remember she said that she's a beauty queen. She models. So she's smart and fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> and she got some hearts to go with it because she mentors and she's willing to give back and to not just keep all the knowledge that she has to herself but she wants to share it as well Odessa you are a beautiful person I'm really happy that I got to connect with you and I'm happy that you were able to take the time out to be on this interview with me I really appreciate it and I just want to thank you so much as well as wish you all the best and we'll continue to follow you because I know that you're going to be doing more with your fabulous self, right? <laughs> I try. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so she's much. very ambitious. She's being modest, but she's very ambitious. So we definitely look forward to seeing where you're going to go next and what you're going to do with all the information that you already have and all the things that you're already juggling. So we thank you so much for being on The Essence of Life. Thank you so much for having me. All right. God bless you. Welcome back, Essence listeners. I'm so happy and, and, and excited to share that my new book is out, The Essence of Life, God, Them and Me. This book is awesome. It's amazing. And it is geared towards, towards a specific audience. And these are the following people that I definitely believe could benefit from this book. Number one, teenagers. If the saying goes, if I knew then what I know now, I would have done life differently. And I'm happy to announce that this book, if you are a teenager and you get this book, the type of information that is placed in it, it's going to take your life on a completely different path. It's going to give you wisdom and understanding about the concepts of life on a whole new level that will give you general knowledge about key areas and aspects of your life so this is definitely a book for teenagers high school students uh, early college students who are trying to figure out their path in life definitely a book for you this book is also for the average person 
who may have missed out a lot in school maybe they need they didn't get all the information they needed to get about their health and their finances maybe someone like me who went to high school and did not do an accounting class so uh, and may have skipped the consumer arithmetic section of math whichever way the average person would definitely benefit from this book because of the level of knowledge it provides on again key areas of your life in reference to your spirituality your health finances your personal relationship and all of that good stuff also because the book provides basic knowledge on these five areas i think that even the most educated person in their own respective fields can still benefit from this book because a lot of us are educated in our various fields but there's still sections of our lives that are starving there's still sections of our lives that are outside of balance because we are investing so much more time and energy in our career path that we lose sight of our spirituality we lose sight about our relationship with god we lose sight of the spiritual world itself and its existence we lose sight of taking better care of our bodies and our health we lose sight of managing our finances effectively and there's a whole chapter on basic financial literacy terms that the average person and every person should know in order for them to effectively begin to even manage their finances so i believe that this book with the knowledge that it provides it's vital for all of the above that i would have mentioned and of course if you just love my work as a content creator and you would like to be a part of those who support what i do i would definitely recommend that you get a copy of my book it is available for sale for purchase on amazon.com and all the other amazon sale platforms amazon.uk amazon in the us so you just have to connect with amazon wherever you are listening from and you will be able to find a copy of this book it's the bright yellow book with the sunflower in the background and a beautiful picture of me in the front so make sure you grab a copy of this book make sure you leave me a review as well because i would love to hear from you and to get your feedback about how this book was able to bless you and in most cases transform your life grab a copy of the essence of life god them and me today 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 i'll also be pinning the link to the amazon page as well in the show notes so you don't have to go look it up if you feel too lazy to do that i will do that work for you all you have to do is to check the show notes click the link it will take you right there and this book is only ten dollars it's as easy as that it's only ten dollars and i would be appreciative so much if you could value me enough to sow that into my life and to support me as i continue to create content and information for you to help you to live the abundantly balanced life c'est bon sounds good <laughs>